Hello everyone, just a quick message before the podcast starts. This episode, when I talk with my best friend Alexander, uh, this conversation uh, went overboard. We almost talked for two hours because the conversation was too good. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to split the episode into two parts. This is part one. So expect part two next week, God's willing. And let me know if you like it and tell me your thoughts. So yeah, here I leave you with the episode and I hope you enjoy it. Bye-bye. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Astronaut of Eternity podcast. I am your host, Nemi Santos, an artist based on Laredo, Texas. And today in this episode, we have a special guest. It's actually um, our first special guest and is my best friend, Alexander. So say hi, Alex. Well, hello, world. I am honored uh, to be the first of the guests here. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you been, Alex? How you been in the quarantine so far? Uh, uh, a lot of people have been, uh, you know, hating it or just in frustration. Me, to me, it's been heaven. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, I have an excuse to to be home and play video games. <laughs> so it's been awesome. Uh, but I, I did have to take a couple of summer courses. So, well, <laughs> that was a uh, a whole a whole other story but i'm good i'm good and how about you same um it's been like heaven to me as well just been here in my home watching anime uh drawing like a lot uh it's been heaven as well i remember when we went out of spring break when the quarantine started it and i was so afraid of returning back to school <laughs> i didn't want to go back to school i was like oh que se quede así. i wish like I wish it stayed like that more, but yeah, we had to finish the semester. And do you ever miss, you know, like going out and stuff? Of course, yeah. Um, I miss going out uh, with my friends and everything. Um, we haven't seen each other, like you and me, we haven't seen since, what, like April or something? Dude. Or, or May? No, wait. Was it March? I don't know. But we haven't I, I seen remember, each other. But it, ever since, like, you know, ever since, you know, we had to, like, you know, do the school online and all like we haven't we haven't seen each other and stuff and been weird yeah but anyway so tell us a little bit about yourself alex tell us um who you are um what you like to do um if you have passions or things like that please tell us no i'm just another individual in the <laughs> in the mind hive i'm like another ant in the colony you know just just going about <laughs> just no, um, just the man making your way into the universe i'm just a soul adrift amongst you know this, this cosmic space no 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 um well i'm currently a senior in college um so i'm majoring in english um and i'm, I'm taking a minor in theater arts i don't exactly like to read so you know so having english as a major is a little odd for me <laughs> because you have to read a lot um, I'm a, I'm a little undebated about the writing because if you put me to write an essay, I'll be I'll be nervous. But uh, I don't know. I like to do it. I like to write. Like I like the process of having to, you know, to do research and gather up all the sources, information, putting it all together into an essay. Like I I like that, and I don't know why, but you know, it's it's kind of my thing. Uh, as far, as far as theater arts. <laughs> I don't know exactly why I chose that. Um, I, I took a couple of classes uh, on Tamiu, and I don't know, it seemed interesting, so I just you know, I stayed there. Cool. <laughs> um, but, but as far as passions go, um, 
uh, I like to read the Bible. I like to play video games, and like that's practically my life. <laughs> 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 If you were to ask me, you know, you know, my passions in life, it's it's those two: video Bible games. and video games. <laughs> <laughs> Bible and video games. Yeah. So. Me and Alex, uh, we're we're best friends. Uh, we met uh, five years ago, more or less, in 2015. Um, we uh, we actually the first time we met, we were in an English class that was like a college class, but we were in high school. It wasn't doing enrollment in, yeah. in junior year, I think. It's yeah. when we actually met. Yeah, like because my brother he knew you already, so you were already friends. And but w w like we didn't know each other, and then I saw you in class, and then I don't know if you come to me or I came to you. I don't know what happened, but then like I think you asked me like if I was I was you know Ricky's brother, yeah. you know, and I was. And in case you don't know, Alex back then um, he was like a, a Nemo guy <laughs> back then, <laughs> dark clothes, emo. yeah, not the, and not the Christian guy who who a lot of people know now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A very different person. He had long hair and everything, and and I thought like I was like oh like because I've never had like a friend like like that you know like I didn't know much people like that and so when I met you like you, you were very nice and I was very surprised by that. Uh, I'm not <laughs> saying that all emo people are like or used to uh, all people all emo people are like that, but like I was very surprised. Yeah, uh, when I met you, you had a you had a set of like. You had a set of like uh, I guess expectativas, you know, expectations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you thought I would be mean or something like that, and well, <laughs> I I kind of was in some sense, but like I wasn't all that bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Um, we'll see. In junior year, in that English class, we never actually talked. Uh, it was just like us two. I mean, I mean, really, it was just us being in the class. We never actually interacted. Um, mm -hmm. It's just until you presented, I think, once. That's when I noticed your. Your accent and your voice, and like, oh, it's, it's, it sounds a lot like Ricky. And then, but for anyone who's curious, what ended up happening between us two was a beautiful class, you know, a beautiful group called Robotics. And oh yeah, I, in senior year, and so it was well through there how Nemi and I actually, you know, began to bond and know each other. As when um, I think he sat allowing me or next to me, and he's like, no, I start talking like. You sound like Ricky, <laughs> or something like. Uh, are you his brother or something? And like, you know, he just answers, "Yeah, I am." And like, just start, you know, to talk and kick it off. And you know, I liked, you know, I liked you, and, and he liked me as well because like we were such geeks. Um, and at the time in high school, I didn't know a lot of people who were into into Star Wars. Um, you see, because in, in middle school, uh, I was a big fan, like a big fan of Star Wars. But you know, but I didn't really have friends who were into that, so. Uh, as time went by, you know, it kind of left me. I kind of put it behind me for a while and got over it. But then in high school, you know, I, I, I meet Nemi and <laughs> starts to talk about Star Wars and, like, it all reawakened inside me. I'm like, oh, it's awesome. And, you know, I finally had a buddy to talk about it with and it was the best thing ever. I think, I remember when the trailer for The Force Awakens came out, we watched it in class. As in all of us in the class or just us two? Like, I, you know, I don't know it was all of us, but I remember we were there when we watched the trailer. Like we watched it, and then I think at that time, because we were using Gmail for um, our projects, like oh, I yeah. remember that 
Google will let you choose either if you wanted the light side or the dark side, and they will put you a background <laughs> oh, yeah. of Kylo Ren and Rey. That was pretty cool. I, re- I, I remember that, and I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the loading screen, it was a pic- uh, thing of a lightsaber, and it was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, and ever since ever since high school, Stanemi's always been into the light side, and uh, I've always been into the dark side. <laughs> but you know, over the course of the years, I've been you know influencing him slowly to accept the darkness. <laughs> Still a Jedi, sadly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, funny thing, uh, we were in the robotics club, but we actually never learned how to build the robots. <laughs> That's uh, true. So ironic. Um, <laughs> we're just kind of there. Um, we're just there learning like, and <laughs> doing well, something else. Learning. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of well, fun there. It was fun, but uh, uh, it wasn't really the robots that interested you and I. It, it was it was more the, the printer. You know, yeah, the, the, the laser printer. engraver. And the laser engraver and we're just like you know it's where we spend a lot of our time there you know doing all these designs and you know printing you know things out it was it was awesome uh we did a lot of crazy stuff with that thing. yeah dude i was so like like i was the i was the few people that knew how to use actually use it because no one pay attention like and everybody will come to me like what's the settings for things like and i'm like oh okay now let me show you again <laughs> how to use it <laughs> but yeah man i had a lot of fun with that and robotics was very very cool like um i, I just wonder why i never joined before like we joined in our senior year in our last year of high school so yeah we yeah. i, I kind of wish like i joined before but yeah that was a lot of fun I wasn't really interested in joining anything in high school, like any organization, because it never really caught my attention. But then in senior year, uh, I was like, well, I've been here the whole time. Um, this is the one school I've been in, like, because, like, you know, when it came, you know, to school, I would move to schools every year. Like, every year I moved to schools. Um, and, then, you know, and in high school, it was the one place where I didn't actually move. I was there the entire four years. So I'm like, well, I haven't actually joined anything. So in my senior year, I was like, I'll do something different, you know, for once. And so, you know, I thought robotics because it just, I don't know, it sounded geeky. It sounded, it sounded like a place I would will fit in because I wasn't making it into sports or the other, you know, the other organizations, you know, for smart and responsible people. <laughs> I'm like, I'm an emo dude. Like, I, like, you know, <laughs> do, like, you know. There's no clubs you know, whatever for emos. You do. <laughs> there was no clubs no for emos. <laughs> There's no emo clubs, and like if I, uh, I'm not gonna join a group where you know a lot of, of weight and and you know a lot of weight is required of me. So I'm like, nah, I'll just you know I join I join a club. You know that sounds chill. And, and robotic was it. Um, it was actually cool. Like I enjoyed always. Well, you know, being there with all the guys and <laughs> it's it just so fun. I, I man, I miss those days. Um, but. Feel free to tell everybody, you know, what my actual talent in robotics was. It was not, it was not, you know, the laser engraver or the robot building. Uh, I had another talent, which is somewhat, somewhat connected, you know, to what I do today. Feel free. Writing. <laughs> Writing. He basically high school. Yeah, basically, in we had competitions in robotics. Uh, we were just not making robots for no reason. Like we had competitions um, outside the city and like. We made it to the state competitions, um, but uh, the thing about the the competitions is like we needed to do like research and everything, and we needed to do an essay, 
And so Alexander did a lot of work in that in the essay. So what I did is um, I got everybody into like, not into a group, but like I gave everybody like a part of the essay because mm-hmm. it was a lot of research you know, that we had to do. Well, <laughs> quote, a lot. Like, you know, com- you know, compared to, to today, it's like, it's nothing. But I don't remember how many people. It, it was a handful of, of people that were, you know, to work in the, in the paper. So what I did is I divided a section of the research to, to, to everybody and to myself included. So I asked them to do it about a certain, you know, topic. I think the one we did, it was about mining, right? Yeah, mining. Yeah, so, so I asked them, you know, to do it like on a certain type of mineral or ore or whatever. Everybody, everybody right? um, and after that they all gave it to me. <laughs> uh, so I had all the all, all the pieces, you know, all handed over to me, and it was just, you know, my, it was my job to to put it all together and make it make sense and whatnot. Um, so yeah, uh, and actually our our paper actually got a what was it first or second place? Yeah, it got a place in the writing. And it was pretty good. I was mostly busy um, training, like in the course uh, on the robot, because I really wanted to um, drive the robot on the the competition part of the using the robot. And the first competition I was not able to, but on the second one, I, like I worked my butt off, <laughs> and I was able to become one of the drivers. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, like um, I just um, don't remember like our place on the essay. I'm I'm not sure if it was you know if it was a second place or first place because I know in the competition itself um, for SA I think we got like what in second place uh, in the robot. Yeah, we got right, in the robot. It was second place or third. I don't rem- I think it was third place because at the third beginning place. we were in lead in first place and then we were started to come down and <laughs> we were so scared like oh no we're going down. <laughs> And the malfunctions on the robot. Oh, oh yeah. like my anxiety. <laughs> For real. <laughs> there was an early point of exi- of anxiety in our lives. It was that <laughs> the robots. Yeah. But no, I mean on the papers, it was a, it was a whole different thing. Like, dude, I I honestly believe it was first place on the like for us on our on our paper, but you know it might just it could have been you know second place, but. For the sake of our pride, that's the day we're first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it did not only involve like using robots and building them, it involved like research, writing. Yeah. Also, we had a booth, so we had to decorate and everything. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like we spent like a lot of in a lot of different things, and it was pretty cool. We had a lot of fun when we went to those competitions. And I remember... It was, it was the best thing. I remember, like, when we were in the hotel, that, oh my, like, we went out in, like, <laughs> of our rooms, and we were just, like, running away from the security guard. It was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess, but it was cool. <laughs> I don't think I joined you guys in that one. Like, I think I, I think I was a good little boy and actually stayed in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on the first... Looking back, I, yeah. I, looking back, I, I kind of regret it. <laughs> I should. It's remember. funny because it's funny because I was like a troublemaker like in my emo days, uh, <laughs> but like outside with my friends and stuff. But like in school and school stuff in robotics, like I didn't want to get into trouble because you know I, I would. I didn't want I didn't want to represent you know the group in a bad way if 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 we were to get caught, <laughs> which you know you didn't, and you know I kind of regret it now. I, I probably should have gone. Yeah, 
but I remember on the first competition in San Antonio, um, like, you know, because we were preparing a day before, like a night before the competition, we were preparing everything, right? And we were in an actual university. And then all of a sudden, we went to the, how is it, the courts, like the basketball courts. Oh, yeah. Okay, then, that I remember. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know who was, but someone was able to get hands on a basketball. And oh we started playing God. in there. We started playing in there, and mind you, yeah, in that one I was there, and I actually did take, I took part of it. It's like, yes, rebels. <laughs> and we actually we got scolded. We got scolded by our teacher. Yeah, we did because um, he said that, like, you know, we, like, well, basically, we weren't allowed to like partake in anything in the university um, because, you know, we're, we're not actual members there. We're just guests. Yeah. And so, but it, it, was, uh, funny it was funny because there were people there, like staff, and no one was selling us anything. <laughs> like, I think yeah, they were happy true. that we were playing. <laughs> <laughs> but still, um, you know, we got caught and scolded by our teacher, which, you know, <laughs> I think he had every reason. Yeah, of course. So. But, man, so, I don't yeah. regret it. <laughs> Me neither. It was it was a it was a fun experience. Like, like who's the one who who started it? Like, the, I don't you know. The... I don't remember. I just I just remember someone had a basketball and like we were all playing. Like, oh yeah, let's play, let's play. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, remember. we were such kids back then. Um, but yeah. Um, also, um, because we're already like eighteen minutes. Um, uh, so like. Alexander mentioned like he he's a very he loves the Bible and it, that's because we go to the same church and we've been going on the same church for like all these past years and so you mentioned you mentioned me that you like finding um, faith through art uh, can you tell me about that sure I'll tell the entire world about it because you know <laughs> I'm I'm that much of a Pharisee. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, so um, as you know, uh, you know I, I'm a big fan of the Bible Project, and to, to anyone who's hearing, um, we this podcast is not is not being you know in any way supported or sponsored you know by them. I, I wasn't sent though. an e- I wasn't sent an email you know to mention them in the podcast. I so I pinky promise. Uh, but um, so as you know, I'm a big fan of the Bible Project, and like. If for anyone who knows it, they all they do is like you know these 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 animated videos, uh, you know explaining a lot of themes and stuff about the Bible. But I like the I like the way how they do the animations, the art and stuff, and it's just it's fascinating to me because you actually learn. So you know it got it got me interested, like you know being able to use art and video to like to project all these kinds of ideas. Now, what interests me, uh, especially about um, some of the artwork that is, you know, that you have done, is it's not videos, but it's just art and paintings and you know drawings. Um, but you know, although the message is quite clear, uh, and and the one that and the one that's stuck in my mind mm-hmm. is is the one of the skull. How you drew oh, a yeah. skull over like a black, you know, a black. Uh, what is the background? Yeah, and you know it's spitting out the words, or the word actually, you know, gospel. Yeah, and you know that image stuck in my head. Uh, I don't know if it's the emo me who's like, ooh, skull. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's the emo you inside of you trapped. <laughs> the inner emo inside me. 
No, but like it, it stuck in my head, and it, you know, and the message it, it was quite clear. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm not going to say because I could be wrong. I don't want to make a fool of myself in front of in front of all of you. But uh, <laughs> but you know, it's kind of like that. You know, that stuff interests me. How you, you know, uh, we always say that if we cannot share the gospel, you know, you know, with our words, we can do it through our actions. Mm-hmm. But I, I suppose we can also do it through through a lot of other media, through art, for example. Yeah. So yeah, um, um, <laughs> I love my sorry because <laughs> they opened you know my door. <laughs> I lost my chain of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. All right. So what were you saying? Uh, yeah. So actually, like, I was not when I was starting doing art. Um, I was. I wanted. To, I knew I wanted to do art that um, you know represented like God, the Bible, and everything. Like basically, inspires other people to learn more about the Bible and Jesus and everything. But it was. I think it was last year in Easter, like around April. When like this other artist that I follow, he started putting like drawings of like Jesus like in the cross, like he took like going out of the tomb and everything when he resurrected, and like all these things like like it interested me because like you know there's a thing like when like you see like Jesus painted and like with realism and everything, and it looks kind of like me I don't know like it never interested me. But this one, he drew it and then he explained it in a way that, like, what it was and everything. And it was very inspiring. And I'm like, wow, like, this guy has achieved something that I wanted to do, like, in a long time. Like, because I couldn't find a way to share the gospel through my art. But this guy kind of, like, um, he um, opened that. Like, he, he inspired me to do that. And his name is... Xavier Moss, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to link his Instagram in the description of this episode so you can check it out. But yeah, like, most of his... Like, he also, like, did, like, fan art, like, Star Wars, um, from comics, from Marvel. But then, when he did that, it surprised me because I was not expecting that, you know? I was not expecting to see that. And then it amazes me, like, how he did that and he show uh like the message through that and that kind of like started that spark in creating these like artworks of of, uh, like for example that one of the skull um it's called the is it too late to share the gospel that's the name um i kind of like got that inspiration from like that you know um if because like i had that idea in my mind and then i sketch it when i was at work and then I put it into a digital version, but yeah, like that that guy uh, Xavier, he 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 started that spark, and it's pretty pretty cool. Cause today, like, I see myself and the art that I'm creating, and I like cause it's making people think, you know, like it's making them like reflect on their life, and you know, I'm I'm hoping that in the future people may find, you know. Uh, Jesus and in these artworks, so yeah, pretty cool. So I'm curious, has has anyone uh, who's has seen your art been touched, like you know, into into wanting to follow God, um, you know, out of curiosity? I haven't heard from anyone, but I have heard many people say like they got super interested, like in their artworks, like 
for example, you watch the trailer, right, for the Sinner and, or Saint series. Oh, yeah. Do like many people like were very excited for it. Like people that I've like made friends, like on other artists, like they have told me, yeah, man, I'm so excited for it. Like I can wait until you post the drawings and i'm like wow like i'm Dude, surprised i'm waiting for that like <laughs> like i found like a, a part of one of the drawings which you know you haven't shown me but yeah. it's one of those like i don't know what it is but like i just <laughs> I, i tried to pause you know the video <laughs> to get a closer glimpse at it but it was like this looks this looks amazing like i i'm honestly i'm also anticipating the you know the saints and sprint and sinner um you know series to come out i'm pretty stoked for it Thank you, man. I'm so surprised uh, that people like it, and also, you know, how I do the the lines, the fingerprint lines. Yeah. Like, like many people that are like non-believers, like, or they are not Christian at least. Like they're like, oh man, like they lose, they look so sick. I like them so much. I love seeing them in your art and everything. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I would never believe people would be so excited about it. You know, it's pretty crazy. I think the fingerprint marks have become like your trademark <laughs> symbol. Like if, like honestly, if I if I were like to ever see that in an art, like in 20 years or something, be like, yeah, I know who I know who made that. <laughs> there's only one person I know who makes stuff like that. Yeah, and there's other artists that do doodle doodle lines like that, but mm -hmm. like they all have like their own style, like. Like for example, some people do like triangles. They, some people do with um, sharp, like edges. But mine, they're mostly like mostly like curved and flowy. You know, they kind of yeah. have its own style. So you're able to be able to tell which one is whose. You know, it's pretty interesting. Um, in doing the lines, is it like is it like in a way, or well, is it therapeutic for you in some way? Like. Oh, you know, I'm just here doodling lines. It's so relaxing and whatnot. Yeah, man, it's very relaxing. People have asked me, like, oh, my goodness, like, I I probably wouldn't have the patience to do all that. But it's it's just relaxing because you're just doing lines randomly. And that's it. Like, there's not, like, stress in it while doing it. It's just, like, a bunch of lines. It's, they're really not that hard to do. So, yeah, it's kind of, like, relaxing to do them. So if you ever want to try to do them, go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm gonna get a copyright strike. Uh, <laughs> I I think I'll pass. <laughs> nah. Um. So, yeah. Like, uh, that's what I. That's what I'm talking about. Like, able to use art to depict, you know, the message of the gospel and the good news of Jesus. Um. So, um, I'm I'm hoping to accomplish a similar goal, but instead of through art, um, you know, uh, you know, through my type of, of passion, which, um, which is writing. I hope I'm able to 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 create you know stories or writings to inspire people um i remember i remember um you know based on everything i learned uh out of the bible project uh in one of my theater classes i made a play <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh and you remember i i showed it to you now yeah it's not an it's not entirely polished because you know it's one of those like you know it, it was it was like for a final and i did it at the last minute yeah <laughs> uh hey work under pressure no, so you know it's not it's it's not too polished, and you know if I go back to it now, I'm gonna find a ton of grammatical errors, you know, because I have like you know I got I got a grammar OCD. <laughs> yeah, you do. So I'm gonna find a lot. So how did you feel about that play? So for those who don't know, um, the play it was set like um, 
the it's it's based on a story on the Gospel of Luke, but in the actual in the actual in the actual Bible story, um, it's it lacks a lot of detail. Like you know, it's it just says you know it's a story and it's basics. Um, you know, two disciples, you know, they see the risen Jesus and they have a you know they have a walk with him uh, to a town called Emmaus, and they're just having a talk with him, right? But the actual talk, like, it, it's there in the Bible, but it's only, like, a few lines. You get me? It's just a few verses yeah. of dialogue. So what I did is I wanted to, to get everything I learned out of the Bible Project and Tim uh, and, you know, and basically be able to construct the story out of that walk to Emmaus uh, and its, its meaning and significance. So, you know, I... <laughs> so just to clear it out that it's... It's based out of the story of the Bible, but the actual lines are not, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's like fictionized. It's like history, historical fiction. Or biblical fiction, yeah. you know, for that matter. <laughs> um, so I remember, I remember when I sent it to you, you know, for you to take a look at it, since you know, I was intrigued in what you were going to say. So <laughs> you're pretty terrible. I hate tell it. Everyone. <laughs> oh, I knew it. <laughs> nah. So what did you think about it? Like, you know, when you read it, like, what emotion, you know, it sparked in you? Man, I love it because, like, the way you made it, you made it sound like the the character of Jesus. And I like, I like, do you mind if I spoil it? I mean... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, when, when, like, the story, basically, when these two disciples realize that, like, because they were talking to Jesus, but they didn't know it was Jesus... And then at the end, when they realize it's him, it's the Messiah, then he disappears. So what you did in the in the play or the the writing of the play is that when they realize, like they're like kind of like in shock, in silence or something, and then like you may like Jesus smiles, and then he disappears in front of their eyes. So that was kind of cool, like that ending of like Jesus, like. You know, because it feels like his character, you know, how we see him in the Bible. So it felt yeah. very, um, uh, very uh, loyal to the source, you know, the Bible, how he is. And, you know, man, I, I liked it. Um, if I will see that in, in an actual play, which I think will be kind of hard because, I mean, making yeah. a person disappear <laughs> in the theater, <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, man, I, I would love to see that. Or even in a movie, like that would be amazing. Like yeah, like a movie, like a movie with like uh, CGI and making him, you know, disappear. Yeah. Uh, where like you know, as an actual play in a stage, like you know, <laughs> you know, you would have to, you know, I think you'd have to feel like the entire place was smoke or something, and have him, like, oh, you know, the actor for Jesus, he walks out into the backstage and <laughs> you put a lot of smoke, and then he falls on under the the theater through a oh little hole, <laughs> and then he disappears. <laughs> no, it's a recipe for accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you practice for it. You put like a little, ¿cómo se dice? Colchón, a little mattress, a little mattress <laughs> underneath. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> well, the springs on those things were like giving a bit of back pain. <laughs> nah, but um, you know, so it's kind of my goal in my writing is to be able to create. And I'll be honest, I've I've started a lot of a lot of projects, but I, I've never finished them. So in you know, in the basis of art, uh, I guess you're able to consider me like a Da Vinci type of writer. <laughs> I start a lot of projects and then I. 
I never finish them. I remember, um, um sorry, uh, continue. No, no, I'll, I'll let you. Okay, so I remember I told you about a book I was reading named Kane, right? That's how you pronounce it? Kane? Right. Kane. So, Kane. Kane. So, dude, like that book was long. Not only was long, but it was dark. Like, it was dark. Like It's based on the story of Kane and Abel, right? Yeah, but it, it, it adds to it more. Like, basically, the, the story when Kane kills Abel, it was barely like the beginning of the story. And then oh. it envelopes, and then it's very, um, it has a lot of metaphors and symbolism and things that doesn't make sense in real life. But I understand because the writer tries to be um, using metaphors and things like that, things that are not really literal. Right. And I guess many people got confused of that. But man, besides that book being very dark and very um, like explicit, let's say, like that way, um, it was very beautiful. Like, because in some kind of way you see the character of um, spoiler alert by the way if you don't want to get spoiled um, skip to um, a couple of 30 seconds ahead um, the character of Jesus appears there in kind of like a spiritual form and like you see you see him like loving and forgiving and everything and i'm like wow like this is beautiful because like you you would never thought like you would see like that in the book because it's very dark but it is and this is reminding me because like you know we're talking about like uh forms of literature like you're saying like you were using your writing and then this author um using like um you know the story of the bible to show the evil of the world but also how god is also forgiven but like yeah like he made a trilogy and i haven't read the second book but man the first book was really really good but it was way too long <laughs> for my taste but yeah wow so so going more on about art uh i think i spent you know enough time on literature uh so mm -hmm. i will say that you know i hope that you know Sometime in the future, I do hope to be able to finish uh, a story, you know, a, a well thought and thorough story that you know will lead, you know, people to Jesus, and that's you know, and that's ultimately our goal with our our writing and our art. Um, but about art, you are able to do um, or partake into to multiple forms of art. I know you've tried ceramics. I know you've tried uh, you know painting. I know you tried uh, a lot of things. Yeah. And you use a lot of types of, of, of media mm -hmm. uh, to to create art. Um, now I don't know if you consider uh, you know if you consider uh, aesthetography as an art, but I certainly do. Mm -hmm. uh, it certainly yeah, it takes is. a lot of skill. It <laughs> is. It is. I, I do consider it art. So, out of all the media you know that you are able to use, um, which which is the easiest you know for you to do like. Well, not the easiest, but like also the, also the one you enjoy the most. Um, because I know you also draw like on your tablet or, or your computer. Yeah. So that's another one you do. And, and that's been like, you know, the most type of, of common one you do. So I'm wondering if that's your favorite or do you have a particular favorite? Yeah, like um, I have done, the one I like the most is definitely drawing digitally, like in my computer. Because... I also know how to draw traditional with ink pens and you know I'm not good with realism in drawing but 
join like digitally it's like one of my favorites and man i love it so much like i've done it so much that um it's become like more um used to me like like i'm so used to it that it's become easier and easier and sometimes when i see a <laughs> maria is like sending me messages like maria give me a break <laughs> yeah i'm getting some too so like so for like a second you went quiet there <laughs> yeah let me see if she stops okay i got a message from mr tony so like you know <laughs> yeah he sent me a message too okay so yeah like i've been i prefer honestly digital drawing because i've spending more time in it like and i've done it a lot of times like um is the one i feel more used to it i have also done traditionally with like ink pens but maria <laughs> but yeah like <laughs> i've been working like mostly like i i love photography as well i love taking portraits um but for me it's harder because you need to find like a model or someone that is willing to be taking photographs and if it's gonna be paid if it's gonna be free then you need to find a location a time and place so it's kind of complicated for me but for me digital art it's so easy that if i just feel like drawing i can just take down my drawing tablet connect it to my computer and start drawing <laughs> and it's very very quick and fast and easy for me that it has become my favorite ceramics man ceramics is very hard for me like i enjoyed it but not too much it's it's a lot ceramics um ceramics will probably be at the very end of the spectrum in art <laughs> but yeah painting is cool <laughs> but i'm not very good with it and especially when it's about very very tiny details i i'm not good with them like i probably need to buy like very fine brushes for it but yeah, yeah, I would say digital and drawing traditionally with ink, they're my two favorites um, forms of media. I've never, I've never been, uh, you know, too good at painting. Uh, I, you know, in one way or another, uh, I end up, you know, screwing up <laughs> my colors. And, you know, <laughs> I make an abomination in, on that canvas. <laughs> Dude, I had to watch tutorials on YouTube to be able to catch up on my painting class because I didn't know how to paint, so... And I had my painting class because I, I wanted to learn how to do it, to have the experience. But yeah, I had to watch like a bunch of tutorials <laughs> and everything. So, yeah. It's, it, it's kind of weird. I just had a deja vu moment right now. <laughs> I don't know why I just had a deja vu. Oh, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so, I was going to I was gonna ask. So, do you feel that like all of the types of art and media, you, you know, you have learned to use... Um, like for example, for example, photography. Mm -hmm. Like everything you've learned on photography, do you feel like it's able to help you in creating, in creating, you know, drawings on your tablet or, or I don't know, like if you get what I'm saying or asking. Like being used as references, you mean? Um, no, like. Or just creativity. You know, this, yeah, like as in the skills, in in, in the skills, or you learn in photography, like you know, and being able to implement or lighting and stuff like you know has it helped you in creating drawings oh yeah a lot like um i would say photography it's it's different from drawing it has its own things but yeah if it's composition if it's like the lighting if it's like 
having the colors level and everything yeah like um, it has helped me a lot and actually many paintings well not many paintings um, actually one landscape that I did um, it was actually based on a picture that I took in in our university so yeah that's pretty cool um, it's good for references as well like because sometimes um, you need a reference to be able to draw something because many of us we don't know how to draw from imagination so we need to see pictures or references to get an idea how the thing looks so like yeah many of us artists we take pictures of stuff and we use those pictures to be able to uh, implement them to our drawings so, yeah so right now we're gonna start talking about geeky stuff um, as you know, um, I like Star Wars. Alexander likes Star Wars, and we Star also Wars. like uh, we also like other stuff. So, would you like to talk about Star Wars first? Dude, heck yes. <laughs> okay, so do you watch the the last season of Star Wars, the new one? Yeah. Now, I'll be honest. Uh, I haven't watched all of it because um, uh, it's been a long time ever since I've seen the Clone Wars. Uh, you know, series, and so I wanted to rewatch it uh, from the start, uh, and with my brother, so you know, it's so like I can get him into it. He loves the character of Rex, and uh, like he's just so all into it. And also Jesse, like he he likes him too. Um, um yeah. saw, you saw the ending with Jesse. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, like it's gonna gonna break his heart. <laughs> so he hasn't watched it. No. Oh. So. I have, but I didn't want. To, I didn't want to, you know, to give him any any spoilers. I'm such a hypocrite. Then, <laughs> <So, laughs> like, you know, um, but I didn't want to wait until I had to watch because I'm currently in season three with him. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to go through all that so to be able to enjoy, like, you know, the episodes of episode, sorry of season seven. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll be honest, I haven't seen all of them. Like, for example, the Bad Batch and like all those, I haven't seen them. Or, or the intro to Ahsoka again. Haven't seen that. And really, the only ones I watched, and it was, it was, and even then, it was only clips of, of episodes. Like, so it wasn't even the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But like, um, it was clips of episode eleven, mm -hmm. uh, when you know shattered, and that's exactly how I felt at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All of us. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that was like a very intense uh, episode. Like, and you didn't want it to end. It was like, what? Yeah. That's it? No. <laughs> and and but especially the finale, like you know, episode twelve. It it definitely. Um, I think it was that. Um, it was that one that got us fans really emotional. And I think I think it's because of the fact that you know we grew up with the show. Yeah. You know, we were kids at the time at the time when it came out. And um, and I'll be honest, like this is the show that actually got me into Star Wars. Like mm -hmm. if it wasn't for this. Um, Either either I wouldn't have either I wouldn't have gotten into Star Wars, or if I did, it would have been like way way after. Wow! But you know, I started I started to watch it in middle school. You know, it was at the time when when a season two was like on commercials on Cartoon Network. Yeah. So, so you know, it, it was it was pretty awesome for me. And I you know and the story of Anakin and Padme and you know and their relationship with all these characters it really drew me into into the story of Star Wars. So. So like to watch it end, um, and it, it's not only the fact that it ended, but how it ended. Um, yeah. You know, you know the culmination of, of everything. You know, it comes to a close, and mm -hmm. you know, 
we kind of expected it because, like, you know, if in you know, if there's anyone here who 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 hasn't seen it, I'm not gonna give any spoilers, obviously. But uh, uh, or any major ones that is, but you know, I mean, we've seen the movies already, and, yeah. and the show is based on the movies. So, so you know, we already knew what was gonna happen, but you know, the way it happened. And, and and certainly how Esther Dave, you know, Feloni was was able to, you know, to pull it off, man. It was yeah. like so, it was so emotional. It's one of those things that you know it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but it it still hits you anyway. And yeah. So uh, <laughs> just you know the music and the score and yeah. the dialogue, it was man, it's phenomenal. I uh, I've gone back and looked at it. Time and time again, and it still it still pulls on my heartstrings and you know tugs them out and destroys them. Yeah, like, um, and it's impressive how it ended. And man, like, I think it was episode eleven when like everything started to go downhill, like really bad. Like, and it happened so fast. It like, happened so it, like, fast. It was all fine in one moment, and uh, and on the next, it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, slow down for a second. I remember, like. Dude, the music, if you pay attention to the music, it's very eerie, very dark, and it's very suspenseful because you're like, oh, no, it's yeah. going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, like. because, because like, you know, throughout the season, like, like the events of, of episode three are being fulfilled as the season is going, and it's, you know, you can, you already, you can already tell, and, at, you know, episode 11, the entire episode, it's peaceful, like, you know, yeah. you know, the certain characters captured already uh, you know they're taking him away and there's no fighting there's there's nothing it's just peace a very you know a very chill talk you know between Ahsoka and Rex and we just mm-hmm. like it's too peaceful <laughs> it's it, it, it's never this it's never this way in, in any Star Wars episode uh, at least in the majority of them yeah and you're just like but it's certainly the music that is it gives off this eerie feel and you're like Something's gonna happen. Dude, I was like, oh no, like, what's gonna happen? Like, because it's basically, you know, episode three, but in the perspective of these other characters. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. And, yeah. and like, I'm like, she's surrounded by, you know, the clones. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, like all the odds are against her, like, and then the music and everything. And then, oh man, like, it was a lot, a lot. And... So, and, and when it actually when it actually happened, you know, um, you're like again, you knew it would happen, but you're still in shock that it's the Clone Wars. Like it's it's actually happening. Yeah, it's, here. it's a series. <laughs> you know, the series in, in which we grew up with, and mm-hmm. you know, this event it's happening now. Yeah. And and you're seeing these characters, you know, reacting to it. You know, the show we grew up with, and you know, when it actually happened, you're just like you cannot, you know, believe it's happening. It's um, a lot to take in. And, and the way the characters are interacting and react, sorry, and reacting to this, I mean, uh, it's a lot to take in. But the action and everything, it's so fast. Like, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't even allow you the time to ponder it and think about react yeah. to what's happening. <laughs> so and it, it, it really happens so, so fast. And, you know, Dave... You know, my utmost respects. He was able to pull it off in such an awesome way. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I'm glad that 
he took control of the project and not another producer because man i was afraid like they were gonna ruin the the series show dude yeah i, I was afraid of that too you know if the disney has a reputation for doing that with star wars <laughs> yeah and um i'm kind of glad that well the only thing that i wish i wanted more were more episodes like i felt like 12 were too little and yeah. there were still too many stories they haven't told about the Clone Wars. Like, there's way too many things. Like, for example, when Boba Fett, he gets the the classic armor, the green one, the Mandalorian green armor. When he gets mm -hmm. that, it's so epic. And then how he gets the, you know, the the dent in his helmet. Um, mm -hmm. The story between Boss and, what's her name, Ventress. Um, also, like, what happened to Dormal when he was captured by the the emperor like there's comics about that but it would be cool if we actually saw that if we could see it yeah because like it's so weird like this like in between like okay he gets captured by the emperor but then he's free again in mandalore like it doesn't make sense you know so i kind of wish like they released those episodes in the future like as finished already and like in a coherent way you know and not to mention how and and uh and, you know spoiler alert his appearance <laughs> in solo um he, if you notice, he he did have uh, you know robotic legs. Did you notice that? Yeah. You know metal robotic legs, and but in the Clone Wars, he doesn't have them, does he? Well, I mean, least, he does. Not that he, we could tell. I mean, he's supposed to have them. <laughs> no le, they didn't grow out of him. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I mean the sisters and Dathomir. <laughs> you know. Well, they um, they're always robotic legs, so yeah. Well. Okay, well that makes a lot more sense. But you know what's interesting? Um, when he was when he was like in when he was leaving Mandalore in the in the last episodes, he was telling like his like leaders to leave like to get hidden, and one of those guys is one of the bad guys in Solo. Mm -hmm. But he's younger. I see. Yeah, huh. he appears there as an Easter egg to that character. But yeah. An Easter egg. Yeah, because like I'm totally going, I'm totally going to notice. Like my attention on all this stuff is happening. Like I didn't um, notice until I saw it on a meme or something, like on on Instagram, and I was like, oh, that's true. It makes sense. So this is Nemi from the future editing this podcast, and Alex and I we realized that we talked for two hours, so I'm going to split the episode in two parts. This is gonna be part one, and this is where it concludes. But next week I will post the next part of the part two, where me and Alex we talk about geeky stuff like Star Wars. We start talking about the rise of Skywalker. We we talk about Rebels. We talk about uh, video games like Fallout 4, Skyrim, and mass effects so i really hope you like this episode so i'll see you next week with part two on this conversation with alex bye